0: My guest today is the co-founder of Acoustic Alchemy. Greg Carl Michael. Michael. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, you, you were actually born, I think, in London. Yeah. Where?
1: Where in London? Hmm. Um, well, generically, it's called Holloway, um, although specifically, it's Tufnell Park, which is which is. I mean, when a lot of people ask me that, a lot of people. Don't know where Tufnell Park is, so I generally say Camden Town because it's a bit more. <laughs> it's a bit more well-known. Kind of because known.
0: people might know Camden Town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very close.
1: So tell me what your your your
0: upbringing was like. What did your mother and father do? Um,
1: my upbringing was I I I was uh, we were sort of raised if you like in um, we, we lived in a, a one bedroom flat. Um, so, say we. Well, we meaning uh, myself, my sister, and uh, my mum and dad, and uh, it, it it was funny actually because at at, at school because I went to just a you know standard uh, state school, and a lot of a lot of the, lot of the uh, kids who went there were from an, uh, you know the the estate because there were quite a few estates around, and those were um, what we call council estates. Um, but the block of flats I lived in was, um, sort of privately owned. So it was quite at school, you know, there was that slight distinction that I, I wasn't actually from, from the council. You were state. not I posh was from, from, Yeah. Well, I wasn't, yeah. it wasn't posh, but I mean, it was, it, yeah, I had that kind of, uh, separation. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so I was, uh, uh, my dad worked in, uh, the print and my mother worked for the local estate agents and, uh, Yeah, I mean, it was quite it was quite tough. That's why I suppose I left home quite early because there just literally wasn't any room. It was we there was it was really quite difficult. I think when I think back to what it must have been like for my parents, because uh, they didn't have a a bedroom, you know, every every night they would have to sort of set up beds in in the living room and and I had to share with uh, my sister and we had a sort of partition and everything. So it was really, I mean, you know, very happy sort of family life, but very uh, claustrophobic really so once uh, so as, as i got older you know i just felt that um i couldn't stay. i had to so, so i kind of moved out when i was 17
0: so before just before we get to being 17 i guess um i'd like to ask you what your sort of early musical influences were what, what how did you i mean you've obviously become a musician what was the kind of the first memory of music in your life as a kid
1: well my my parents were they, my dad was um always fancies himself as a musician he, he used to he was um, in the armed forces and he was um, based overseas. He was actually the the home guard, if you like, in South Africa, in in Cape Town. So uh, he had it sounded like he had a, you know, pretty cushy war, really, because um, because he he, he wasn't he he had had sort of health issues, so he couldn't actually, um, you know, be in the regular army. But he so he was Shipped out to to South Africa to, as I say, um, sort of form part of their home guard. So he he's fantastic time he had. I mean, it was beautiful weather. I mean, he always he said he nearly you know, at the end of the war when he had to come back on on the uh, on the boat and it drew drew into the London docks. He just thought, oh, what am I doing? You know, I mean, he he should have. He wished he had stayed in South Africa. But while but the he'd always fancied himself as a singer and he used to he was involved. Um, in various singing competitions and uh, in in, in, in Cape Town. No, 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 no. No, he, no, no. He, no, no way. He was right. he was a huge Frank Sinatra fan. Oh, right. I mean, he, and he yeah. fancied himself as a crooner. A crooner. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got various cuttings that he he showed me of you know competitions and uh, and he had a good voice actually. He had a good voice. So he, I I think he. He was was great support for me. I think he was a little bit of a frustrated musician. And I guess that he he wanted, you know, he he supported me and wanted me to kind of become a musician secretly because I think he probably would like to have done that. You know.
0: And did he want you to be a singer
1: or did he want you to be an instrumentalist? Um, (laughs) I don't think he I don't think he minded. He always, uh, actually thinking about it, I think he did, th- he thought I, I should, I, I, should sing, um, Did but...
0: you have any formal training? I mean, did you have learned to play piano or...? No, no, oh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 um, no, I mean, they bought me, um, a, a ukulele when I was eight years old and I, I kind of took, took to that, but there was always music in the house. My parents were, my mum, um, although she wasn't uh, a musician. She, she used to dance during the war her, her her thing was she used to go dancing all the time in fact that's how she met my dad you know they were used to um Saturday night would be they'd go to a big ballroom and not not a ballroom a, uh, you know palais or uh, sort of palais yeah, yeah. Where, the, where there was a where there was a band a proper proper big band and they'd dance and, and that's how they met so you know consequently <laughs> you would be sitting in the living room and suddenly something would come on the radio and they both get up and, and dance because <laughs> they could they knew you know Fantastic. they know all the moves and everything right. so um, yeah it was it was a pretty musical household and they you know the radio and the records were all always on and you know to to his credit my dad you know he when the beatles came out he thought they were great I thought they were great and he he thought they were great
0: It's interesting because that's your first musical choice um a beatles track any particular reason why
1: any p- particular reason why well i mean it's impossible to choose for me one beatles track. Because for me, there are just so many great, 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 great tracks. I mean, and I, I think what I liked about I think what I liked about the Beatles um, was the fact that they they seemed to strive um, you know, for each album was a bit different, and they kept pushing the envelope, keep trying something else. and and they're very, very lyrical and you know, great songs, great, great writers. Um, and uh, I mean it's very virtually impossible to choose one track. Although I have um, chosen one track. What's it called? It's in, uh, in my life, and it, I think it's a wonderful track. And um, it's got um, George Martin, the producer, who, who who does a little solo in it He's on on the. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, on, on the harpsichord, and the one the also one of the things about it is that I think looking back now, you know, being older, I. It's always... I just can't, you know, find it quite difficult to fathom how young guys of, you know, the age of 20, 21, 22, 23 were so kind of profound. You know, I mean... Because when I think back to my... Perhaps my, George
0: Martin was profound.
1: Huh? Possibly. When I think, yeah. you know, when I think back to, to myself at that age, you know, but they had such, such talent. And I'm just... There's just this line in um, in my life, which, where is it? Well, they, they's, um, there's one line which goes... Uh, uh, w- w- with with lovers and friends um, I can still recall some are dead and, and some are living and I don't know I think that's quite a profound life <laughs> for, for, for writers for, for you yeah. know, to be of that age and to come up with something like that we should
0: listen to it, here's the Beatles from Rubber Soul and In My Life there we are, Greg's first choice the Beatles, Rubber Soul and a track called In My Life so we're up to the kind of stage where you're, you know, you're, you've started with the ukulele, you've been at school, obviously, you decide well not obviously, but you then went on to a more specialist education, particularly in terms of music. How did that
1: arrive? Well, you know, I wanted to, I, I realised that, I suppose, when I was, um, you know, mid-teens, I, I wanted to be a musician um but it's why it's what i thought i could do was it
0: fame the money what what was the what was the incentive girls (laughs) (sighs) probably
1: none of those actually oh right uh it it seemed like um a way i could express myself i was very interested in i've always kind of been you know dabbled in writing songs and I, I like that. I, I, I like that sort of thing. And so, I, where
0: did you go to learn how to perfect your art?
1: Well, I, I, after I graduated from the ukulele at the age of twelve, and the, the only reason why, why you, you know, the ukulele was to was a kind of tester. My parents, you know, obviously they didn't, they didn't, you know, they weren't particularly wealthy at all, and they wanted, they didn't want to splash out on a guitar, so they, they. Um, try me out the ukulele first, see how serious I was about it. And then when they realised that I, I really wanted to do it, at the age of 12, they bought me um, a, a guitar.
0: Can you remember what sort it was? What was it was a make? Yeah,
1: no, but I remember going to get it. I remember my dad took me along to this, he's um, probably quite a dodgy guy actually, I think, thinking about it, because it was in this house and he, he had a room full of guitars and wasn't a shop or anything. It wasn't know.
0: a lurry backed up at the back with
1: um, <laughs> no no and anyway he had he had various uh guitars and um i i I picked one and and uh you, you know that was it. And
0: was it a nylon string or was it steel? no 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 it was a steel, oh, steel string. string yeah
1: okay steel string yeah
0: so um, you you practiced on this and then how did you get into where did you go to for your education um, musical education I
1: had lessons uh, okay my dad um wanted me to have a proper lesson so we went first of all to this place along uh the the, called the caledonian road and uh the guy who owned the music shop was um a drummer who played at the um uh sunday night at the london palladium he was he was one of their drummers and he he had a had the shop and he he let out various rooms within the shop and and there was a guitar teacher in there the guitar teacher i remember his name john bennett he he was also a guitarist who played in, in the pit in the shows. He was playing at the Victoria Palace. But, you know, great, great reader. These guys, they're, they're jobbing musicians, you know, but he could read anything and and uh, very good guitarist. So I, I went along uh, for, for lessons there sort of every Saturday.
0: And then from there, having, you know, uh, learned to play the guitar in fairly good, you obviously thought I need to, have formal education in guitar you know or well that that was a college. sort of formal education it yeah. was
1: a steel string it was you know i remember working through these books called the mel bay books and you started at book number one and hopefully got to book number nine or whatever it was um and it was it was reading you know reading and and because it was steel string but with the plectrum and everything mm-hmm. um but no it got to the stage where um in order for me to continue with uh an education if you like, or, or to, to try to become a musician. I I ha- I wanted to continue after school and so it meant um, going to a music college, but music colleges then weren't you know, weren't about still string guitar or jazz or anything like that. It was about the classical guitar. You either did classical guitar or or you didn't. I mean, you know, you wouldn't get in. So I had to um, I I remember in my in the sixth form I had to ditch um you know the steel string and 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 re relearn- and learn because it's a completely different instrument. Learn the uh, classical guitar, and I spent a year solid. You know practicing six to- six hours a day. I had to give up my some of my A levels. In fact, I only finished up taking one A level because I ditched the other two in order that I could have this time to to practice. But it meant that. And I, did you have to audition to get in? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. In fact, the guy who auditioned me was um, Lloyd Webber, his dad. Andrew Lloyd, oh, wow. yeah, who was running the London College of Music, and so I went along to the audition and got in.
0: And how long were you there? It's four years. Oh, it's a long course. Yeah, it was a long course. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah.
1: you won a prize when you were there. I won a prize when I was there. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Are you thinking about um what sort of prize are we talking about i think yeah. you didn't you
0: win at some songwriting competition or... oh that was a lot earlier oh was it oh yeah oh, no, no that the... was when uh, that
1: was the islington <laughs> the songwriters competition that oh. was that was when i was about 13 oh 13. i didn't realize sorry, I yeah it was a college yeah very good no uh,
0: yeah so having graduated from um the london school of music
1: london school of music, music yeah. um london what, music, what yeah.
0: happened after that how did you did you think to yourself okay now I'm a professional musician. I'll go and join an orchestra or'll go and be what- or did you think I want to join a rock and roll band or what what were your first kind of thoughts at that
1: well it's like a lot of things in life you know things come along i mean i didn't really i didn't really think hard about how I was going to do it but what what whilst I was at college I was playing in in bands and things and uh, um I kind of realized, though, that I didn't want to be a classical guitarist. You know, it wasn't, it's not in my nature to be a solo performer, to get up on stage on my own and sit down playing pieces of Bach and, you you know.
0: Did did you have a a view as to what you would do? In other words, would it be, would it be rock and roll? Would it be jazz? Would it be pop? Would it be, I mean, Um, or did you not care?
1: No, I I didn't think it would ever be rock and roll because, um, but it would be some kind of um, Latin jazz in that kind of area, classical, you know, but playing in a band, I I certainly did not want to to be a solo performer, which is what the classical guitar is all about.
0: We'll try a second track, um, something which perhaps um, people wouldn't expect. Um, This is a a, a choice of a band called Led Zeppelin. Um, Why Led Zeppelin?
1: Well, because when I was at school, um, I went to just a, a state school, comprehensive, but um, you know, we, we, we kind of, we had to wear, we were still, it was, it, I was in the, what was called the grammar string. And uh, so we were still wearing u- uniform and it was quite strict. It was still quite strict. It was sort of a hangover from, from you know, the, the grammar school days, when the school was a uh, grammar school before it turned into a comprehensive. And, um, when you reached the sixth form, um, suddenly you, you know you had your own common room. you could wear what clothes you liked and we're talking about 1969, 1970. So at that you know, period suddenly I could wear flares, I could wear what shirts I like, I could grow my hair. and um, we had a record player in the common room and uh, you know guys would bring in various albums tucked under their arms and, and playing them. And I remember one guy brought in, he said, you know, to everyone, yeah, check this out, you know, and put it on. And it was Led Zeppelin Two And a whole lot of love and what a fantastic album just blew me away. And you know, I've still got that same copy in because you can't play it now. It's just so worn out. Um, and that was kind of a, a landmark for me that, that that whole thing of suddenly hitting that age and being allowed to to dress how you like and and this music and what was happening in london you know carnaby street the hippie thing everything it all kind of it was all it, that time it was a fantastic time uh,
0: and also this track be, sort of became the, the kind of the track of the generation because there was a very famous um uh, tv program called top of the pops yeah. which was on every week and had the best of the music that was out that particular week. And, and, of course, this was used as the theme music to it, so people knew it very well. Let's hear it anyway. This is Led Zeppelin and a whole love.
1: Okay, I've just got to check. They're just getting my phone's just been going okay. out crazy.
0: Stop it. It's
1: all right.